guys, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. First up, guys, I'd like to read out some thank you and hellos to the latest premium members. We have Alicia from California, Freya and Gustav, who come from Stockholm, Sweden, Jensen from Olympia, Washington, Naomi and Simba from London, UK, and Terence and his little sister Ruby from Atlanta, Georgia. Hi, guys! So today's story request comes from Sean, who lives in Brisbane, Australia, with his sister Emily and his brother Jacob, and they all love listening to our stories on the way to school. And they would love to hear a story about a blue and yellow flying car that can only be driven by... Sean's Teddy Marshall when they are trying to rescue Emily's sloth Teddy from the evil monster truck. Wow, what a story idea. Thank you so much, guys. Well, we hope that you love your story. Is everyone ready to jump on board this new adventure? Here we go. It was a terrible roaring noise that woke Sean up. By the time he was fully awake, the roar had faded to nothing, and he was having trouble working out exactly what it had been. Had he dreamt it? His sister Emily appeared in his doorway, clutching the hand of their brother Jacob. Did you hear that too? Sean asked. In the darkness, he'd not noticed his sister's face and so wasn't expecting that her reply would come in the form of floods of tears. He jumped out of bed and rushed to his sister's side. What is it? Why the tears, Emily? It's her cuddly sloth, explained Jacob. It's gone. Gone? asked Sean. What do you mean? It must have fallen under her bed. No, insisted Jacob. I don't mean lost. I mean stolen. Sean was having trouble understanding what his brother was talking about. After all, who would want to steal a cuddly sloth? It was a furry monster, blurted out Emily. He snatched my sloth, then ran away. I think he drove away in a monster truck, added Jacob. Oh, said Sean, understanding at last. So that's what I heard. Emily began sobbing again. I want my sloth back, she wailed. Sean, however, wasn't sure how they were going to do that. But Emily, we don't know where this monster is, and and its monster truck have gone. And even if we did, we've got no way of following it. From the direction of Sean's bed came a small and polite cough. It was enough to get all three of the children's attention. To their surprise... There was Marshall, Sean's teddy, sat on the edge of the bed, looking at them. Um, <coughs> hello, said Marshall. Uh, perhaps I can help. Marshall, said Sean with a gasp. You're moving and talking. Marshall looked embarrassed and wriggled nervously. Well, yes, I'm not supposed to, though. Not in front of you, but, well, this does appear to be an emergency. Yeah, it most definitely is an emergency, agreed Jacob, nodding fiercely. 
Emily Sloth has been kidnapped. Oh, uh, not kidnapped, corrected Marshall. Teddy-napped. But what can you do to help? asked Sean. In reply, Marshall hopped down from the bed and rummaged among Sean's toys, pulling out a blue and yellow car. First of all, we're going to need this, he said. Secondly, we're going to have to go outside. The street was very quiet this late at night. There was nobody about, although a neighbor's cat watched them from across the street while licking its paws. Why exactly are we out here? asked Sean. Just watch, insisted Marshall, placing the blue and yellow toy car onto the road surface. He then closed his eyes, rubbed his paws together, and whispered a secret magic word. Immediately, the car began to grow in size until it was as large as all the other cars in the street. Whoa, said Jacob, utterly impressed. Come on, hop in, urged Marshall as he climbed into the driver's seat. We shall still be able to track them. Once everyone was safely in, Marshall started the engine, and the car began to move down the road, for a short distance at least. To Shorn's, Jacob's, and Emily's amazement, the car was lifting off the ground. Whoa, what's happening? asked Jacob, grabbing the edge of his seat. We're flying, said Marshall. It'll be easier this way. He then activated a screen on the car's dash. If they're still in range, this should pick them up. Sean had sat in the front next to Marshall, and he couldn't take his eyes off his favorite teddy. Um, Marshall, could you always talk? Marshall looked at him guiltily. Well, yes, he replied. All teddies can talk, obviously. It's just that, well, we're not supposed to let you know. This just made Sean frown. Why not? I'd have loved to have talked to you before now. Marshall shrugged his little furry shoulders. Well, it's like this, he said. We're just not allowed. When a teddy is brought for a child, it becomes their protector. It looks after them by always being there for them. It makes them feel better when times are bad or, or when things go wrong. And sometimes, just sometimes, we can help in other ways. But the golden rule is that you're not supposed to see us do it. Wow, said Sean. I never knew that. I'm probably going to get in trouble for helping you like this, added Marshall. But I couldn't just stand by and watch a fellow Teddy be snatched away like that, especially by someone as mean as this monster. And it's just not fair on Emily. So who is this monster? asked Emily from the back seat. Marshall shifted uncomfortably in his seat. I think, from what you've described, that you were visited by Harry Henry, the teddy eater. The teddy eater? repeated Emily. Oh no, my poor sloth! The screen on the dash began to ping as a map appeared, tracking a circle moving across it. Oh, we've got them, declared Marshall. Hold on to your hats, we've got to change direction. He pulled the wheel to the right, and the car glided eastwards over the sleeping houses below. 
They were able to travel faster in the air than the monster on the ground. And it wasn't long until Sean spotted the lights of a moving vehicle on the road below them. It's them, he cried, pointing. Marshall lowered the flying car so that they could get a better look. Sure enough, there was the monster truck with its enormous wheels and roaring engine. Suddenly, it veered into a side street, requiring Marshall to act quickly in order to follow. Where are they going? asked Jacob. Have they seen us? Emily whimpered. I don't think so, said Marshall. Look. The monster truck is heading right into that old warehouse. That must be where the monster is living. I'll circle us round and bring the car down in the next street. With the flying car safely parked, Sean, Jacob, Emily, and Marshall were tiptoeing along a dusty track to the rear of the old warehouse. There were no street lights, so they had to tread carefully in the darkness all the way to the warehouse's back wall. This way, suggested Sean. I think there's a door. He was right, but it was so stiff that they could only open it a short distance. It was just enough for three small children and a teddy to slip through. Inside was really dark, and Jacob managed to bang his shin on something lying on the floor. Ow, he said, trying to be brave and quiet at the same time. Up ahead, look, Sean said, pointing to a slither of orange light. Come on! The light was coming from behind another door. This one left half open. Beyond was the main warehouse itself, with its high roof and wide open space. The light was coming from three lanterns stood on boxes in the center of the warehouse floor. There was also a cooking pot over a camping stove a grubby mattress on the floor, and a cage. And inside the cage was Emily's sloth. But where's the monster? asked Sean. A car door slammed and their eyes darted towards the noise. There, parked in the shadows, was the monster truck, and they could just make out the monster climbing down. He was as tall as an adult and covered in thick fur with two curly horns on his head and an enormous toothy mouth. It was Harry Henry, and he was whistling. He swaggered back into his little den and fired up the camping stove. Oh, little Teddy, you look so tasty, he said to Emily Sloth, licking his big lips. I'm so looking forward to munching you right up. In the cage, Emily Sloth trembled with fear. What can we do? whispered Jacob. Don't let him eat my sloth, pleaded Emily. Sean looked around them to see if there was something they could use. All he could see was a hose pipe steadily dripping water. I've got an idea, he said. Marshall, when I get the word, you turn the water on full blast. Okay, you can rely on me, nodded his teddy. Be careful, Emily urged, as Sean picked up the end of the hose and began to creep forward. The monster wasn't expecting visitors and was far too busy whistling his jolly tune and looking forward to his snack of sloth to notice Sean. The first he knew about it was when Sean shouted, Now! The jet of water erupted from the hose in a powerful blast, striking Harry Henry right in the chest. He staggered backwards into some boxes, completely stunned by this unexpected turn of events. 
The boxes were preventing him from running away. So Sean had trapped him, and he gave him the soaking of his life. The more water that blasted Harry Henry, the slower the monster became. His whole body seemed to sag, as if his weight had doubled, then tripled. Okay, turn it off! Shouted Sean, and the water stopped. Dropping the hose, he ran to the cage and undid the bolt. Emily's sloth Teddy was so surprised by all the commotion that she'd forgotten to keep still in Sean's presence. Here, let me help you. He said kindly and lifted the sloth free. This way, Emily's waiting for you. Harry Henry just looked on in disbelief. He was soaking wet, stood in a huge puddle, and finding it really difficult to move. What's more, he really did look like a soggy mess. Sean ran back to the others, where Emily was reunited with her sloth. She was so incredibly happy. They wasted no time in getting free of the warehouse and back to the car, leaving the confused and dripping Harry Henry behind them. A short time later, they were all safely home again. Marshall had shrunk the car back to its normal size, and then Sean had ensured his tired brother and sister were tucked up back in their beds. Their favorite teddies snuggled in beside them. Eventually, he was able to climb into his own bed with Marshall. I'm going to have to go back to being a normal teddy again now," said Marshall sadly. "I know," nodded Sean. "That's okay. I wouldn't want to get you into trouble." One last thing, though, before that," his teddy said curiously. "How did you know that the hose would have that effect on Harry Henry?" I didn't really," admitted Sean. "I just hoped it might. You see, I figured that Harry Henry was just a teddy too, just a giant monster-shaped one. When Mum washed you a few weeks ago, you became so heavy where your stuffing had soaked up so much water. So I thought that it might happen if I got Harry Henry wet. Well, lucky for us that it did. I don't think we'll be seeing Harry Henry again," smiled Marshall. Well, good night, Sean. Good night, Marshall. <gasps> oh, and thank you for your help. Sean yawned, patted his pillow, and within moments, the whole house was finally fast asleep. The end.